Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at LittleEmpirePodcast.com. This episode of Bonus of the... Oh, don't even... Karma Cola. This episode of Bonus of the Heart is brought to you by Karma Cola. Fucking hell. Honestly, we established that I was going to say that. I love Karma Cola. Well, I love it too, and that's why I wanted to do that. No, but I love it more than you, and I wanted an opportunity to say that. So you purposely tricked me into... Yeah, it was a power play. The the fact that I could say it first, so you could say it first. Yeah. Anyway, a big thanks to our sponsors at Karma Cola for bringing you this episode. A bigger thank you from me to our sponsors at Karma Cola (sighs) for bringing you this episode. Can you stop undermining me? I'm not undermining you. You are, and you are undermining. You're power playing playing me because you're saying you're not undermining me. Okay, this is that's just that's just childish as well. Brought Uh, to you by Karma Cola, Uh, the only cola that's good for. Oh, that you totally just pussied out of that as well. Brought to you by Karma Cola, the best cola for you. Fuck you. Play the app. Okay, do you want to do the intro? Yeah, I'm doing the intro. All right. Mm. Okay. You just let me know when to come in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Alice and Rose Boners of the Heart. Should I come in now? No, a okay. podcast in which Alice Sneddon and Rose Matafeo, that's myself, speak uh, on boners of the heart. Uh, Alice, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you. Thanks for having me <laughs> Is along. Is this what people do at the start of podcasts? I don't know. <laughs> How you doing? We probably should have listened to more podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I do. I listen too. to a lot of podcasts, and I do like the intro that people do. Mm-hmm. My uh, favorite intro is: "Are we re- are we recording? Is this it?" Yes, yeah. yes. And when they start it, where they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you got a coffee? Yeah. You got a coffee?" And then like the celebrities automatically relaxed. Yeah, yeah. So relaxed, and then and then yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, is this it?" Yeah. Yeah. Are we, do- are we doing this yeah. now? Yeah, and then they can just talk like equals. Yeah. Well, that's not this podcast. No. Uh, uh, this is actually a very structured podcast uh, mm. in which I think we should possibly explain at the very top um, what we are talking about in this podcast. Basically, uh, Boners of the Heart is yeah. a uh, a title and a concept that we have <clears throat> sort of originated uh, in which I think a lot of our – I mean, our friendship is just burgeoning, isn't it? Yeah, it's brand new. It's brand new. Yeah. It's brand new friendship. I feel like the things that we connected on mostly were... Uh, I can't wait to hear what this is. <laughs> no, no, no. You, okay, on the count of three, we'll both say the thing we think we most connected on. Okay. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Career Talking opportunities. About- <laughs> <laughs> wait, you're using... Are we using... Yeah, I'm, I'm straight up using it. Oh, yeah. Okay. What? Yeah, sorry. That's no. awful. No, no, we connected. Um, I could have done this podcast alone. You could have. You yeah, could have I done was it solo. Charitable enough to invite you. Yeah. 
to speak with me I appreciate for that. almost, you know, like longer than any conversation we've ever had. Absolutely. Like I'm a bit scared mm-hmm. about what this As is going to be. be. But um, we work together and a lot of the time our discussions will devolve into some sort of creepy discussion about what uh, weird 80s or 90s or noughties mm-hmm. or 70s or even sometimes 40s yeah. uh, movie stars. Wide breadth. That we, that we would um, engage in a relationship with or that we idolize in a certain way, in a romantic way. Yeah. I think we're both horn dogs of the heart. Yeah. That, those are your words. I want to make that absolutely clear. As, well, I'm more acquiesced to that description. Why would you be? Why would you be? Or, I think it, it accurately describes yeah, us. Yeah, you might, you might be right. You might be right. Although I will say that most of the um, Facebook conversations are you messaging me <laughs> about who you're into and me just going, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, oh, I need to like look up the latest conversation I had with you, which is the saddest. <laughs> I, I screenshotted it, I think, as well, because it was like it was because we were organizing a dinner. Mm-hmm. But but then like you know when it, like you you're having a completely different conversation and then you start a different conversation but the time code doesn't really show up yeah. so it just looks like you're kind of going on from the um it's it's actually concerning how much we talk about that kind of stuff yeah. oh my god no I'm not yeah um, this is it okay <laughs> this is great I said should I bring pasta and sauce you said nah just come I see cucina italiano though or have you got it sussed she says what'll be will be I say, I'll just come. You say, it's just dinner. I said, do you need anything else? You said, it'll be yum. I said, should I bring, next message, dessert. You said, yeah, choice. I said, sweet. And then the next thing I said was, would you have sex with Rick Moranis? <laughs> what I like what I like most about those messages is how I come across as fucking laid back. <laughs> I'm so chill. I know, and I seem to be just obsessed with this idea of yeah. what dinner, like obsessing over, over what dinner is. Well, because what had happened was that I was making meatballs, but you were distressed that I'd got the wrong mix of meat, and that it was going to go more Moroccan than Italian. Yeah, and then I was very, but it came out right. You did yeah. a lamb and beef mix, I and it, it came out delicious. Yeah, it was good. Um, so it, you know, I did bring garlic bread in the end, which was yeah. lovely. I um, no regrets about that. Absolutely no regrets. So that kind of do- uh, do- dovetails, I guess, mm-hmm. dovetails into what this podcast is about. Basically, yeah. each uh, episode, we're going to be bringing uh, one star, movie star, not even a star, sometimes just an actor, a bit mm-hmm. part actor or someone in entertainment. Star in our eyes. Star in our eyes and hearts, uh, who we think is attractive and sometimes uh, <laughs> which the other person possibly will disagree with. Yeah. So um, I think so, yeah. it's important that like attractive isn't just physical no 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 absolutely not it's a whole package i mean i mean it's gonna get weird because (laughs) the the ones that i've chosen are like usually ones that i have had weird feelings about since i was about 12 years old yeah i don't think i've ever been uh, it's shocking when i'm attracted to a a conventionally attractive person Mm -hmm. which is i mean conventionally conventionally great news for all of your past lovers <laughs> All four of you out there, if you're listening, <laughs> take note. Know that you're not conventionally attractive. I will be but sending roses into it, <laughs> despite, despite, and <laughs> <in> all, <laughs> despite, despite your looks, <laughs> your personality yeah. shone through, which made you deserving enough for my love. Well, let's say we're going to do bonus of the heart. Yes, 
And we're going to do Bonus of the Mind. Yeah, that will be another one. That'll be another one. But I, I, I but yeah, and we're going to just go go through every type of boner of yeah. every part of our um, body yeah. and spirit. Exactly. I guess. Um, and I should should mention that I do expect there should be a lot of fans of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, this is the first episode, Jumping the Gun a bit. I would propose that um, uh, your fans, fans mm-hmm. of you and fans of your choices yep. in life and in men yep. uh, and women, mm-hmm. uh, would be uh, Snedheads. Fuck. Yeah. Are you yeah. not happy with that? No, no, I'm happy with Snedheads. I was, you know, I was still toiling with, toying with the idea of a stage name. So I'm just concerned about committing to Snedden. I don't know that's why all. you want a stage name. I don't know. Snedden just feels so sporty. I want something that's more like, fuck, I want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear that with Snedden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might be because you've got to know me. <laughs> no, I, I wanted a stage name for a while because my last name is quite um, weird. Yeah, Matafio, right? Matafio. <laughs> Um, wrong emphasis, mm-hmm. uh, but um, it's not what I heard. But yeah, I, but I, unfortunately, I, sh- I shot to fame too early in my yeah. life. So <laughs> you were a soaring star. <laughs> I was started. I started when I was about fifteen, so yeah. I couldn't change my name. Congratulations! So I was really <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you still got time. <laughs> I've still got time. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm 27 years young, as you might say. You know, it is young. Um, so uh, snared heads for now, though. But snared heads do, for now. If you yeah. do come up with anything else, we yeah. could absolutely change it. Yeah, I, I mean, to the fans out there, I really want this to be something that manifests from your kind of collective consciousness. So absolutely. I almost feel a little bit arrogant giving it to them. I'd prefer they came up with it, but at the moment, sometimes as, you have to come to them. Though. That's true. As a placeholder. Call it a placeholder fan term, Snedheads. We, we need to inception it in their brains. Yeah. Obviously, mine are meta fans. <laughs> meta fans. Um, or, um, what, are, Rose? The, the, the keepers of the Rose Garden. Mm. Oh, that sounds good. No. Um, okay, so I would like to offer my candidate as we chuck two uh, gladiators into the Colosseum yeah. of Boners of the Heart. Um, my uh, my va- valiant gladiator is none other than someone we mentioned just before uh rick moranis yeah frederick allen rick moranis born 18th of april 1953 uh he is 63 years of age now you know um but as, as we should point out that where we kind of um when we talk about people we kind of retroactively talk about them at every stage of their life and career yeah and almost as of different kind of eras of them yeah so rick moranis is a very special <coughs> one for me Probably more recent because I recently watched Ghostbusters again. Mm-hmm. And I love Little Shop of Horrors. Yep. I was in the office and I see, and I asked you, and I've been asking you on Facebook chat, would you have sex with Rick Moranis? And yep. I feel this is an interesting divide between uh, make what makes a guy cute mm-hmm. and, and what makes... You don't even think he's cute, though, which is... No, I do think he's cute. I think he's cute in the same way where like, I look at a picture of my nephew and I'm like, that's adorable. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, that just makes it weird. And you're, you're putting me in a position where I... <laughs> you're into my nephew. I'm into your nephew where I'm not. I actually haven't even seen him. So you can't he's even blame and he's me. got a bright future. Okay. Shout out to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jack, please. I hope you're not listening to the auntie talking about uh, boners of the heart. Um, I hope he is. You reckon? Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know, I'd like for him to be supporting my career. And your sexuality. Yeah, that'd be great. If he could follow me on Twitter, that'd bring me up to 91 as well. That'd be awesome. So basically, Rick Moranis um, is a part of my fascination with uh, small men as well. Mm-hmm. Very, he's very small. He seems very small. He's very cute. Um, and I think when I was most, my, my mo- most attracted to Rick Moranis I've been is in Little Shop of Horrors. 
uh, because I think he's a fantastic singer. Uh, he has good, good hair in that film mm-hmm. and uh, a bit sociopathic as well. <laughs> I uh, um, enjoy him in Ghostbusters, uh, his his Lewis Tully character. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, Honey, Shrunk, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think we uh, we kind of look over that as a uh, as a heartthrob status uh, for Rick Moranis. What, um, what, what I think you're doing right now is a classic statement explanation example. <laughs> But no, but I, <laughs> like it. I really like it. I'm enjoying it big time. Well, no, I'm just trying to like. I mean, I I did do debating. I was very bad at it at school. Mm. But um, but yeah, no, I I and I don't know what I find it kind of attra- attractive about. It. I love his glasses. I love glasses. I love a man with glasses and the yeah. curly hair, mop of curly hair. Mm-hmm. I like his low status. <laughs> I like his vulnerability. <laughs> Uh, which is quite interesting. I think it's a running theme with my ones. It's, I like it's really low status. I do think that's why widows are so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, if a guy film. has been like bereaved. <laughs> no, yes, but that's exactly. It's, it's that's ex- so good. Though. Oh god, that's exactly Rick Moranis though. Do you oh, know? No. Is no, that real life? That's real life. Thank, yeah, thanks for that. Alice. No, my condolences. That's but no, terrible. he took like eighteen years off his career to raise oh, his two sons because of course his, he did. His wife passed away. Not that I'm saying that that's you know turns me on, but it shows that you know he's a nice person, which yeah. is good at least. But um, I uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy him. I it's uh, you know we call it talent crushes, right? Which is like yeah. oh yeah, he's he's so so he's so he's so funny. He's so funny. And you look past about, like, you know, if they're total, yeah. they're very unattractive. I feel like Rick Moranis is both. Um, have you seen Parenthood? No, I haven't seen, starring Steve Martin. Yeah, I haven't seen I was seen a huge fan either. of the TV series. Me too. But I, I was watching yeah. clips from it last night on YouTube. Um, and his I haven't seen it, but his character, like, the only clip I watched was, like, about his wife talking about how when they first got married, they went at it like rabbits and that he would, she would Aww. go down on him Aww. on the freeway. Oh, that's dangerous. And, and, um, yeah, well, it is dangerous. And, and what is it? Who's in it? Mary Steenberg, Steenberg? Is she his wife in the movie? No, no. He's got a really, really like, uh, uh, blo- like blonde kind of, I okay. don't know, different. Mary Steenberg one. married to, um, Ste- the guy from Cheers. Yeah, but Ted she's. Danson. She is in real life. Yeah, in real life. Oh my yeah. god! Do you know that Ted Danson had a three-year affair with Whoopi Goldberg? Really? Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? And I don't know why I find that wonderful, but I love it. Whoopi is like a real hero of mine. She's had th- she's been married three times and she's cheated on every husband. And it's not <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I um like think that that's like great behavior, but there's something about that where I'm just like. Damn! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she's so like she's so like no one really talks about. So who is she be married to? Uh, I don't know. You know, and they're non non famous people. Y- yeah, yeah, I think so. so or maybe one Whoopi. of them was famous. See, I always saw Whoopi as a, a really asexual person in terms of yeah. the fact that she doesn't talk about that stuff. Yeah, and she's very very private. And she is very private, but she was on Howard Stern talking about it, and it was dope. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. Shout out to Whoopi Goldberg. That's awesome. If she's listening uh, today. I want to say, hey, big fan of your work. Uh, can't wait to see what you've got coming up. So cool that you were listening to the first episode and supporting from the number it's one. Really nice that she supports women in comedy. Um, so back to back to Rick Moranis. Um, I want to mention a shout out if you do YouTube him. There is a lot of stuff that comes up, and I, 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 would, I would, I would implore you personally to go look up a an interview he did for Ghostbusters where he's mm-hmm. a beard and glasses. Yeah. Totally changes his look. He looks like um, he did in a Second City TV sketch where he plays Michael McDonald, which is a very funny sketch. You should look it up yeah. uh, if you're a fan of Yacht Rock. Uh, but yeah, he's he's hot. Like, he's legit. He's legit hot in that. Yeah, I think the beard definitely elevates him to a new level. But what about also 
I know you would have forgot about this and this role he was in that I feel like he was super hot in. Barney Rubble in The Flintstones. Oh, fuck. I actually had forgotten about that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, he is tight in there. (laughs) (laughs) But it's because he's like, he's got blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. eh? Like in the the cartoon, I'd say that he's, 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 he's hideous looking. Yeah. But he really took that character and was just like, he looks hot. He looks real hot blonde. With Shit. no glass. Yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna, um, Google it, man. Yeah. He looks super, super hot. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I've got it. I mean, I would like to know if the fans, the Matter fans, the Sneadheads <laughs> out there, um, I've come, I'm, it, the, the Rick Moraniacs out there, if there are any of you out there, um, please do let me know. There is one particular woman on YouTube oh that I've got God. to show you some videos of her. I'm sorry. Can I just say the person who he looks like? He looks like the kid from Jerry Maguire. Oh, come on. He does. He straight up looks Jonathan like the kid. Jonathan Nicky. Yeah, the one no, who's... Yeah, he does, Rose. He looks like the kid from Jerry Maguire. No, it's just because it's, it's, it's his, um, his lip. His lips. It's just his lips. I'm sorry to make that weird for you, but... It's not weird. He's hot now, Jonathan Lipnicky. Wow. Well, have yeah. you looked him up now? Yeah, I have. Yeah, whatever. Um, so that's, uh, sort of my case for Rick Moranis. I could, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I want, I want to hear your thoughts because I mean, you, I thought that this was a given. Yeah. That Rick Moranis is my type. Oh my gosh. I'm just scrolling through his Wikipedia page and I've seen a picture of the handprints of Rick Moranis in front of the great movie ride at Walt Disney World's theme park, Disney Hollywood studios. I was there. I was there and didn't get a picture with that. Oh God. Just think about my regrets there in my some, life I have right some now. massive regrets in my life. Uh, probably number one was that I once saw The Prodigy instead of Neil Young. Oh, what? Yeah. When? It's a huge mistake. I went to a big day out in Melbourne and uh, I was 20 years old and it was at a stage in my life where I was indulging in some recreational drug use. And <laughs> I made a huge mistake <laughs> because I was not in a state of mind for Neil Young. I had taken drugs that was more of a state of mind for The Prodigy. <laughs> to be fair. And I knew their one song, that that, that was it. And uh, I had a miserable time. To be fair, I reckon even Neil Young would, if he was on drugs mm-hmm. would go see the prodigy over neil young i think he probably would he would like yeah. he would totally like he would he would understand he would I know. Well, he would have understood ellis yeah he's I a know. cool guy that's true that's true um oh. okay well so i want to throw it over to you now uh, but no okay. yeah before i want to hear your th- like i think you're holding back on rick moran is you 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 were you were not into it no i have some strong opinions about him for sure okay number one is i think he's just got a child's face and and if we're just going perfectly no. just on the back okay looks wise child's yeah. face i just can't move past that but i think he's cute i think he's adorable i'd love to make him a cup of cocoa and tuck him in on a couch while he watches like cartoons a couple that's, of marshmallows that's, but, the, but you, now you're infantilizing him which made, yeah. which and it was making my love of him weird. he is a grown man he is a grown if man. you look, if you watch like because i think he's been typecast and yeah in, in very low status roles like honey i'm trying to get my number one yeah but but, cock block. but <laughs> number one cock block. <laughs> yeah don't tell me you wouldn't want to have sex with rick moranis in that sling that he is over the grass <laughs> when he's trying to find his kids or the magnifying glass <laughs> I could tell. I can me. easily tell you. <laughs> I don't want to but, but he's got such low status typecast kind of roles that when you t- look at it, like when you look at a um, uh, interview with him in real life, he's a real like weird eighties smoothie. Yeah. Like he yeah. really like ta- he just talks like this, and uh, yeah, and, and yeah, he probably enjoys wine. And well, I did say when you showed me that video of him with the beard, I was like, he does ooze confidence. Yeah, he oozes confidence. And I know that this is like a really bad thing to say, but since I learned that he's been bereft, uh, 
God. It's just the thing is, is what makes me attracted to him now is that he obviously committed to someone. He did. And through no fault of his own. He, he never remarried. But no, what oh, I like. he? No, um, I, what I like. I might be coming round to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, 18 years. He like, but, oh, but like that shows a, a real kind of realness. Like if you were a Hollywood star or whatever. Yeah. Thank you. And that happened. Mm-hmm. You would go, oh, I'm going to raise my kids instead. Like, yeah. it's a psychopathic thing to go kind of that you wouldn't do that. And that's what no. most Hollywood people would do, right? I think that's amazing that he did that. Yeah. And I think he's always been a guy who's um, who's just been like, he started out as a radio DJ, mm-hmm. then got into Second City TV. He never trained in comedy, but he likes writing. He likes writing comedy and likes yeah. rewriting. And when the role started getting um, really big, where he couldn't like rewrite characters and stuff, and this is all from his Wikipedia page uh, and, his, and his interviews and opinions on um, his career, uh, he kind of got sick of it. And so he basically he took a year, he like took a bit of time off, and then he went, oh yeah, this is fine. And then it just turned into eighteen years, and he was like, yeah, I don't really miss it. That's the real. Like, that's the realness Rick Moranis is bringing. Yeah, and you know what I like about that? He's in control of his career. He yeah. made those decisions, and I think maybe I think I've been thinking of him as a passive victim of people moving on from him. But no. you're, I was wrong. Absolute, I was absolute. ill-informed, and uh, I'm coming round to him. The only off-putting thing about Rick Moranis is that there's on YouTube videos of this um this woman who um. Uh, I mean, she probably will listen to this. Actually, she'll search Rick Moranis. It's insane. I'll show it to you. Okay. But if you search Rick Moranis on YouTube and you see a, 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 an image of a blonde lady um, uh, uh, with lots of uh, lovely makeup on, mm-hmm. um, she talks about Rick Moranis and it's the weirdest. It is the epitome of what this podcast is about. She about does not say. look like she would be into Rick Moranis. She's mm-hmm. obsessed with Rick Moranis. She's on YouTube. If you search yeah. Rick Moranis, she's probably the third hit when it comes up. Her name is Bl- like Blonde Sundoll for MJ. Yeah, she's got two million subscribers, so I think she's like proper fan something. of the podcast, probably fan of the podcast. Um, and uh, how would you describe her looks? Here, she's blonde and she's got <laughs> lots of fake tan and lots of makeup on. She, she looks like that. Um, the woman from Queen of Versailles, that documentary. A shout shout out to her. I a ne- really good documentary. I never saw that. I really wanted to see it. It's tragic. So and this- sorry, just a side note on her. Yeah. Um, recently, she had a tragedy in her life. I know. Can you not? I'm sorry. Mention that. Okay. I just thought it would be interesting because. Why is it interesting if you're not even going to say what the tragedy was? Uh, well, one of her children passed away, which is t- a terrible, what? miserable thing. But there were photos of her, and I just thought it was like such an interesting detail outside of the church while the coffin was coming out with a um, iced tea. Oh no! Don't you think that's interesting? Yeah. Hot, yeah. Taking an iced like tea. Like a Starbucks a- iced tea. God. I think that's fascinating. That is fascinating. Yeah, maybe we'll just cut that out. All right, we can cut that out. Yeah, we can get rid of that. Do you want to reintroduce it again? No, you just give me a no, silence. I'm sorry, you just I give me a spot. It up. You just give me a spot of silence. Okay. For her? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Okay, okay, Alice, you're out of control. I knew this would happen. Okay. Apologies. Okay. The fans of the show will know that I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. This video is called Hot. This video is called Hi to Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll play it now, and, this, and just imagine her as she's a vlogger, she's doing this all to camera, uh, I'll hit play now. Hey guys, so the number one most frequently asked question that I ever, ever get on my Twitter, on my YouTube, on my Instagram, like literally everywhere, where I didn't even think it was like that big of a deal, and I, but I love that people <laughs> ask this because that means you watch to the end of my videos, is why I say 
Well, one, it's who I say hi to at the end of my sign-off and why I say it. So I do say it pretty quickly at the end of each video. I say hi to Rick Moranis, and until next time, here are my kisses for my little baby fishies, and everyone always asks me who I'm saying hi to. I'm saying hi to Rick Moranis. Now, if you guys don't know who Rick Moranis is, you need to Google that shit. Um, Moranis is my baby daddy. I am in love. Well, I don't have a baby, but I want his sperm more than anything. I would give my entire life savings to have his sperm impregnate me. I love Rick Moranis more than life itself. She's, she's you. She's not me. She, there's a paper thin line between what she's doing and what you're doing. It's not. No. It absolutely true. I love how she like um, makes it one word. She's like, hi, Ring Rannis. <laughs> hi, Ring Rannis. How long is that video, Rose? Um, eight minutes. Eight minutes. So right now you're about... Um, <laughs> 20 minutes. 20 minutes into your Rick Moranis. We had a bit of admin at the start about what our fans would be called. To be um, so... Uh, so that's I don't want to be that kind of woman. I'm not gonna. No. I don't want his sperm. Hold on. What do you mean that kind of woman? No. Watch yourself. Oh, excuse me, Alice Sneddon. Thank you for taking my words and twisting them right, with your right. wicked ways. I um, I mean that kind of woman who's um. Fans of the wants- podcast will know I'm a feminist. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, I don't want a sperm. I wouldn't pay for a sperm. No. I mean, I'd take a sperm, but I wouldn't pay for it. What would you do with a sperm, though? I don't know. Maybe I would have kids with them. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I think, he'd, I think we'd make... He's good. obviously a good dad. Yeah, a good dad. Yeah. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But even if I had to raise them as a single mother, I, I would be fine with that. Yeah. He's 63 now. Shout out to single mothers. Shout out to single mothers everywhere. I am also a feminist uh, as well. Yeah. I wanted to. I didn't tag that on to Alice originally saying that fast enough, but yeah. I am also. Because you saying you're a feminist and me saying nothing sounds like I'm not a feminist. Yeah, well, people got to know the truth. Now you've cleared it up now. You've cleared it up. All right. Should I, should I introduce who my... Um... I would absolutely love you to do that. Okay. Uh, I've gone for a more classic heartthrob. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you literally couldn't look less interested. No, I'm, I'm angry about what you're about to offer. Okay, all right. Okay, well, save it. Uh, I'll come up with a good name for the fans of this one. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay, uh, mine is drumroll, uh, Danny DeVito. There was no drumroll. <laughs> you, gave, you gave no room for drumroll there. I didn't, because I got nervous. You I'll be honest. You can't just say... <laughs> Drum roll, and then that be a, a space holder for drum roll. <laughs> the thing is, is um, I I knew that there wasn't a drum roll coming, and that I'd made a huge mistake in saying it because um, number one, real hack joke, real and hack. I, yeah, and I apologise. It's not really a um, hack joke, is it? The fans who have come to expect more from me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay, so Danny DeVito. Now, um, sure. Uh, again, I I wish I hadn't said classic heartthrob because it was a misdirect. Um, but what happened was I've never had any sorts of feelings about Danny DeVito other than huge fan of um some of his work. 
<laughs> I won't even Some say yeah, I won't even say all of it. But um I had a very erotic dream about him that when I woke up from it I was like, Yeah, good. That'd be so great. When did this dream happen? Okay, well a number of years ago now, so I've had quite a lot of time to think about it. Um, and I can't you still remember it after all this time. Yeah. Do you not? Know, sometimes if I have like a really good sex dream, I'll remember it. I don't have many sex dreams, eh? Uh, I have them every now and then, and they're always like, like I can't remember the person's face, or they're like a celebrity. My face has always changed. Like the, the person will change halfway yeah. through. I did have a, a, a dream that I met Eddie Redmayne at a funeral, and we were flirting <laughs> hard. <laughs> Why were you at a funeral? I don't know, but we were flirting hardcore. Oh, really? Are you into any red No, I'm not into any red But you know when you have sex... But this is exactly the case. Like, when you yeah. have a sex dream about someone that you were previously absolutely not interested in, yeah. you wake up and you're like, I love this person. Like, I yeah. feel differently about this person. Yeah, this is why. This is actually why I think the friend zone thing is like a myth, right? Because yeah. it just you just need to see someone in a new light and then it's like all on. Absolutely. It's just all chemicals and some and hormones. It's isn't all it? chemicals and hormones. So we animals. So I want you to describe this. Uh, you, do you feel comfortable with describing the sex dream? Yeah, I'll just describe like the the bits of it that I was really into in the dream. So this <laughs> highlights. <laughs> yeah, highlights. Okay, obviously, um, he's four foot ten. So a few stats on him: he's four foot ten, seventy two kilos, net worth seventy million dollars, oh, seventy one wow. year old man. Uh, what all, was Rick Moranis' net worth? Net worth ten mil. Oh, shit. It's pretty good, though, for a man who's been out of the business for 20 years. Yeah, I guess so. 10 million's fine. 70 million, though. Yeah, well, Danny DeVito's a um, prolific producer. Oh, true. Of course, he yeah. produced Matilda as well as being in it. Yeah, and Reno 911. Oh. And Erin Brockovich. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he supports women. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to Danny DeVito when you're, yeah. if you're listening with Bopi. Shout out to Erin Brockovich, to be honest. I mean, uh, the person or the Aaron, film? Both. Huge yeah. Julia Roberts fan, and I'm a huge fan of... Uh, Do you see yourself as New Zealand's Aaron Brockovich? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that requires any further explanation. <laughs> so, Danny DeVito highlights... So, 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 so net worth okay. 70 million. So, we were having sex on a bed, which I know isn't, like, the most um, exciting. Like, you know, if you thought you were going to, like, have this massive fantasy, it would be great. But the thing um, I really liked about it, and I, I don't know how else to say this, was... was the bit where I was giving him a blowjob and oh my, gosh. oh my god I just like I just choked on water that wasn't even in my throat but I don't know why that was the best bit of it but it was Fucking for sure hell. yeah it is rough yeah and he was sitting on the side of a bed oh god that's like the shining yeah but there was something about it where he was very much in control like he was just like he was just I, just, <laughs> I can't describe it any other than I just it's, I saw him in a new light and it was a light I enjoyed what was the literal like what was the light like where were you were you in a hotel room were you in a your we, bedroom I can't all I know is it was like a nice big bed and it was all white linens really like yeah. in a furniture store yeah, like, do you not have white linens on your bed anyway? No, though? I do, I do. I have a waffle um, duvet. Oh, yeah, that's uh, nice. But that's back up uh, in London. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you meant that was your backup duvet. No, no, my backup duvet is even worse. But so, so you're yeah. giving him a blowjob. Yeah, I'm giving okay. him a blowjob. He's sitting on the end of the bed, and here's the one detail that I remember that's quite funny. Okay. <laughs> His legs couldn't touch the floor. <laughs> Funny because 
because this is a sex dream I enjoyed and that's a detail I still <laughs> take away dream. from it. It's a sex dream you invented, <laughs> not even enjoyed. You invented that detail from what you know about his height. That's from my consciousness. That's yeah. from your con- Like, from it wasn't even a genuine physical kind of thing. Yeah. That. That is insanity. Yeah, I'm worried about what that means about me. <laughs> I'm perfectly honest. Insanity. Yeah. But he was a very good lover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the now the thing that makes it even weirder, right? And um, uh, shout out to the to my friend who uh, who. So basically, I was house sitting in a house when I had this dream. Yeah, which is I think where you have weird dreams because like you're in a different environment. Yeah, absolutely. And I had had a bunch of friends come on over the night before. And so I was sharing a bed with one of my friends when I had the sex dream. Oh. And I, yeah, yeah. That's weird, eh? Yeah, that is weird, yeah. Um, so I woke up and I had to be like, did I do anything? Yeah. <laughs> no. All oh, right. I didn't have to wake up and be like, did I assault you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I woke up and I was like, damn. <laughs> This thing just happened. It made, made her very uncomfortable. Yeah, I yeah, can imagine. Understandably. But yeah. so, so. To be in such close proximity to uh, my. This, this, well, this is an interesting one because I yeah. do not understand Danny DeVito in any way, shape, or form. But I, I do respect. Uh, I do. No, not, it's not just not in a romantic or sexual uh-huh. way. I do understand, however, um, we were just recently watching Mermaids a couple, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And a great movie with Cher and Winona Ryder. And Bob Hoskins. And Christina Ricci. And Christina Ricci. But like, Bob Hoskins. All star is, cast. Bob Hoskins is like, you don't go look at him and be like, well, yeah, what a heartthrob. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's a sexy guy in it. Really sexy. He's a real sexy guy. And he's got. Here's one thing that I was quite shocked about my enjoyment of him in terms of like a physical sexual nature was that he had a very hairy back. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought typically was something I wasn't into. But in fact, I was fine with it. Absolutely, I think I think it's honestly you either go full noise with it with the or, hair, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he and he's just got. Uh, I love his flared nostrils, and I bet yeah. he's got a lot of nose hairs. Here's because here's why I don't enjoy hairy back. And like, shout out to guys with hairy backs. Like, no disrespect, love it. Um, a bit to it, yeah. But um, when so tip, I've never been with a man with a hairy back, right? Mm-hmm. But I've seen them in the pools, like the tepid bars, yeah. which is our local um, community pool, yeah. Uh, fans of the podcast will know it well from all the times we've spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's like the way the hair, when it's wet, like waves in the water, oh, that kind of creeps me out a little God. bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just because I'm not used to it on my own body because um, patriarchy, we're forced to shave. Yeah, well, I'm, mm. you know, I don't, I'm just quite a hairless person anyway. I don't shave Are you? Much. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm, I haven't shaved my legs or armpits in probably like a month. Really? Yeah, yeah. And Good for you. Oh yeah, I just can't be. Bo- I mean, but mine comes out with sheer laziness rather than um, right. any abs- any stance and of a feminist, you know, kind of. Um... Do you know what I did the other day? Because I hadn't shaved in a while either, because it's winter. Yeah, I um ran a bath mm-hmm. and put um coconut um clarified coconut in it. Oil. And, yeah. So yeah. like, but you know when it's like hard, yeah, like in the tub. Mm-hmm. So I put it in and it melts, and then you can just shave your whole body in that because it like moisturizes everything. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I hate baths though. Do you? I really don't like baths. I love baths. I think I think I just get too nervous in them. Yeah, that someone will walk in or something? No, or? no. Oh. Just like no. No. <laughs> just too nervous <laughs> like my own fears. <laughs> about the stillness. Maybe that's to do with my own um I watch TV in baths. What? Yeah, the other day I was watching um that, that TV show Unreal. 
Oh, yeah, but on your laptop. Yeah, on my lappy. Yeah, but you've got a nice bath, though. I've seen it. Yeah, I've got a good tub. And you can put the the, the laptop quite far away from it. Yeah, I just put it up on a stool. That's cool. Yeah, it was really nice, actually. But the only bad thing was that um, because it's oil, Mm. when the bath drained, then I had to give it a real... um, Good rinse. Yeah. A hot rinse. A hot rinse. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, filled with my hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's disgusting. Um, (laughs) So uh, back to Danny DeVito. Um, Mm -hmm. I absolutely don't get this. But I think this is born of of a sex dream. It is, yeah. It's it's not... I feel like, do you have much of an argument apart from that sex dream in terms of his attractiveness or his uh sort of mana yeah i mean obviously his mana is a huge part of it yeah um mana meaning strength power yeah. just for our international listeners sorry i just did yeah. forget about international fans yeah uh, that's a maori <laughs> word uh kia ora for bringing that for out. bringing the reo in here yeah for bringing the reo in here uh yeah listen okay so if i hadn't seen him in this new light sure Maybe maybe I wouldn't feel the way about him that I do feel, but there are a few things about him that I am on board with that make me attracted to him. Is he a good person? Yes. Is he? Yeah. How? Okay. Married for... Here's what I really like about him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's been married to Rhea Perlman since the early 70s, right? Did they divorce? No. Hear me out. They got separated in 2012 and they reconciled. Oh, man. Yeah. Isn't that, that is like, this is exact, this is exactly how I feel about Pink and her husband. <laughs> oh, God. Get, um, K- Carrie? Carrie? Carrie. He's, he's a motocross, motocross guy. guy yeah. Anyway, they separated and then they worked it out. Like, I, that, I'm fucking into that. Do you think um, he was a great influence on her video for Feel Good Time for Charlie's Angels 2 soundtrack? Remember that video? I no, I don't know that video. I got time, real good time. And it's like lots of motocross and stuff. No, oh, oh, probably. She proposed to him while he was on mod- doing motocross. Really? So he was like going around the circuit track, and she like held up a sign, being like, "Will you marry me?" Pink is a crazy bitch. I'm a huge fan of Pink. No, I love her. Yeah, like, I she think is she's, crazy. Yeah, she's she's just, but she's just absolutely consistently nailed it, time after time, year after year. Yeah, to just constantly pump out some absolute hits, yeah. middle of the road hits. So my flatmate Leon. Um, he got a DVD from his auntie of a Pink concert DVD, (laughs) which he thinks she just gave to her because he was like, oh, Leon Gay, he'll enjoy a Pink DVD. Oh, man. Yeah, so gave her the Pink DVD, but, like, jokes on her because we watched that (laughs) so many (laughs) times. Because she does some really impressive acrobatics in it. Yeah, she does. And to the point where, like, people would come around to the house and I would be like, holy shit, have you seen this Pink concert (laughs) DVD? Wow. And then show them, like, she does, like, things on high wires or I I can't even understand the logistics of it. But it's great. But, yeah, so Danny DeVito. Mm Mm-hmm. Real permanent, married for a long time, separated, worked it out. I think that's beautiful. That is beautiful. That shows yeah. that, I mean, I just, in a world where, I mean, I feel like marriage a is a, in a world yeah. where I feel like marriage is just sort of a, uh, this, um, this, uh, what do you call it? Chasing the dragon of like a perfect yeah. marriage and being with someone for the rest of your life. Feel like um, it's not a real thing that we can aspire to these days. Well, probably not, but I mean, I mean, I could count the amount of friends I have that their parents are still together on one hand. Yeah. I mean, that's my parents. Yeah. Still together. Oh, still well. loving it. Yeah. you're yeah. So you're yeah. one of the friends I'm just like, yeah, well, cool. Yeah, I know. Weird, eh? Cool. It is weird, though. When I was a kid, I really wanted them to get divorced. Really? Yeah. I mean, they were happily married. Really happily married. No problems. But like, I saw how other people got to enjoy two Christmases, two birthdays. 
Yeah. And uh, without truly understanding the dynamics and hardship of divorce, <laughs> I was just like, I just very aware I was missing out on the material goods. <laughs> oh, man. And, and like, I could never do the thing that like my best friend at the time used to do, which was like always manipulate one parent over the other to yeah. get stuff. Because I would like go to my mum and ask for something and she'd be like, I'm not sure, you know, uh, I'll discuss it with your father. Or, like, my dad would be like, I'll discuss it with your mother. So, like, I could never get one over them. What do you think the secret to their happy marriage is? Religion. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I imagine mm. them as Barbara Streisand and Dustin Hoffman and um, Meet the Parents. No, Meet the Fockers. They are a bit like that. They are a bit like that? Yeah, I think so. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Mum's a, uh, you know, towel around the waist gal. Nice. Yeah. 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 And dad, dad wore a lava lava to be a for as long as I can remember. That's very cool. My dad's yeah. actually Samoan and he didn't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> My dad's very white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why he did that, actually. It was just one of those things. It was quite it was quite traumatizing at times because he'd just be lava lava around the waist. Yeah. And, like, just not very... Like, Sorry, the, for internationalists, is a lava yeah. lava is a uh, sort of piece of cloth that you um, put around your lower yeah. half. It's in Samoan culture. Yeah. Imagine, like, a towel, but it's just made of cloth. Yeah. And, and You're sometimes... Wearing, you get sick ones um, with screen printed like um, Adidas on them um, from Polyfest, but they're absolutely not Adidas uh, official merchandise. Yeah. To our international listeners, uh, Polyfest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we should start making such good references to things that are very Auckland specific. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he would wear his lava lava just like around the house, no undies on. And then, uh, Gotta let it breathe, though. yeah, but never, never learnt to tie it properly. So it was like quite a frequent thing that it would just drop. <laughs> And then my mum would just be like, Patrick! I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's but, classic. Yeah. No, I'm sure they have other secrets to their happy marriage. Are you attracted to Danny DeVito's um, producing skills? Yeah. Is, uh, what so, about in Always Sunny as well? Yeah, so I like him in Always Sunny. I haven't watched heaps of the show. Yeah. I find it a hard show to watch, binge watch. Yeah. Because they're just like so awful, but they're so funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But um, okay, Maybe. so Danny DeVito, things I'm into him about him. One, happy marriage. Father, I like those qualities mm-hmm. in a man, you know? He's got commitment to his producing skills. Aaron Brockovich, smash hit movie, you know? I haven't seen Aaron Brockovich for ages. No. It was, yeah. one, of the, um, it was one of the videos, VHSs, that my mum bought. And, you know, when um, Video Easy would do a VHS sale? Yeah. Uh, and you get five DVD, uh, five videos for about ten dollars yeah. for our international listeners. Video is <laughs> oh they can they can make that they can make that jump. Yeah, right? they can. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I regret that. But yeah, so you, yeah, you're a big fan of Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Aaron Brockovich because uh, when I was younger, I wanted to be a lawyer, yeah. and uh, she was a lawyer. Well, she wasn't actually, but she like worked on the law, yeah. and uh, I was a big fan of Julia Roberts, and I really liked um, fuck, what's his name? Aaron Eckhart. Oh, yeah, he was great, but mm. I didn't get oh. to like Aaron Eckhart until um, Thank You for Smoking. Is it Albert Finney? Yes, Albert Finney, because yeah. um, Murder on the Orient Express. I love his eyebrows. Yes, his I eyebrows I think he's hot so and good. big fish. Yeah, Albert he Finney. is hot and big he fish. He is hot and big fish. Yeah. Ewan McGregor is hot as I well. Mean, I mean, absolutely, yeah. but he's not, I mean, he can't, saying. he's not yeah. in an appropriate kind of crush. He's, he's yeah. He's absolutely. He's just regular. He's he's been so hot for so long as well. You and McGregor. He only yeah. gets better, which yeah. is. Uh, I mean, I suppose that's kind of a men's thing, though. But isn't there's it? an interesting thing in every um, British, like or you know, um, uh, European um, actor's career. At a certain point, they'll fix their teeth. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that? At a certain point, they'll get new teeth. I haven't noticed that about. Um, 
No, although I do remember Amy Poehler saying in her book when she started SNL, Lauren Michaels called her into his room and was like, all right, let's get oh, your yeah. teeth fixed. Yeah, she had cute teeth though. Yeah, she had like a funny like chipped tooth at the I front like, or something. I like teeth I like that, aren't that aren't perfect. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, same. Because it made such a contrast to mine, which are, you know? Yeah. Isn't it weird though that you just associate that thing with your teeth are perfect? <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to come across as a joke, but I'm scared that people, listeners, our fans will think, I mean, I'm sad I'll lose fans over that. Oh, do you know what we haven't done? We haven't tweeted our poll about um, who would you rather make love to? I think we'll tw- we should tweet it um, after this. Okay. And then next episode we can um, yeah. get those results of that poll. That's right. People who are listening live should give me a second just to... Um... <laughs> this is not live. <laughs> people lis- listening right now. <laughs> this is, yeah. Absolutely. We've talked about this so many times <laughs> before this yeah. recording. We've put so... There's no, there's no time constraints on okay. this. Okay. There's no shows before or right. after. Well, live listeners will know that. Um, <laughs> that's not oh the case. Um, no, so Danny DeVito, right? Oh, fuck, I've lost my train of thought about him. Oh, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Producing. Re- producing. Oh, that's right. The third thing about him. Doesn't yeah. take himself too seriously. Yeah. And do you know how I know this? How? Do you know he was in a One Direction video? Yes, and that was an awful One Direction video. That was yep. one of the worst One Direction videos yep. for a great song as well. I do like that song a lot. Oh, it's a brilliant song. That video has a lot of really concerning elements to it. Absolutely. Um, a lot of appropriation of yeah. um, Japanese culture. And African culture. And African culture. Just like the whole continent has been like homogenized and reduced down to about um, eight men of African descent doing just a, any kind of dance that appears African. It was it was pretty terrifying that video. Yeah. Um, Crazy that it made it through all the... But you know what? That's not Danny DeVito's fault. <laughs> Danny DeVito just showed up on set. Yeah, huge paycheck. Huge contributes paycheck. to a $70 million net worth. Money doesn't matter to me, but that's quite nice to know about. I just don't think I could just... I don't think I could, like, kiss him. Well, I think you're thinking about it. What do you mean? Like in a romantic sense, like if I was in a romantic comedy, I just don't know if I could um feel, oh, you know what though? I think there's actually a softer side of him that we never see. Well, I think we saw it a little bit in terms of endearment. Is it? No, oh, Mermaid. Um, no, it's terms of it endearment. It is terms yeah. of endearment. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. With Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's um one of Shirley MacLaine's suitors. Actually, that is quite cute. It's really cute. Yeah. That is quite cute. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm coming around. Thank you. This is what this podcast is about. It is. It's about um broadening your sexual fantasy horizons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm yeah. so scared. that we, Are we are we weird? Are we creeps about the, to do this? Maybe. I mean, other people are probably, like, dedicating their lives to, I don't know, making the world a better place and that sort of thing. Doctors Without Borders and stuff. Fuck. If there is anyone from Doctors Without Borders <laughs> listening right now, I just want to say thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you for your hard work. If anyone's making, like, a, uh, like a mud hut right now for people oh to gosh. live in. If I can think that just one person in a mud hut is listening to this podcast... And I think we've done our job. <laughs> we can tap out for a while. Eh? <laughs> I think we can stop those um, direct debit donations to Amnesty International. Um, that is what you have to do these days, though. Eh? Like, if you want to assuage your guilt at yeah. all about like how much privilege you have, is just like direct debit. Absolutely. But it's so funny how that's the most passive thing you could possibly like not, do. You're not even you're not even thinking about it. You're not even giving no. it the thought enough to go. Oh, I need to donate to that. Like if I hear about yeah. a flood crisis or something, like mm-hmm. in Pakistan, like a couple of years ago, there was a flood, and I remember hearing that news and being like, "That's terrible," but feeling nothing and just donating money. 
I was wa- it's just so inundated with it all was, the time. I was watching something. It was like a maybe it was a Red Cross thing up in yeah. the UK, and Neil McGregor was on the ad, and that was actually. I mean, I, honestly, I, I feel bad, but that was a big part of why I texted in to donate two dollars, <laughs> two pounds. Um, it makes a difference, though. It eh? honestly makes a difference. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio keeps me interested in the environment. But then he, but then I got calls like about six times from Red Cross, and I was just like, mate, I gave you my two pounds. <laughs> Fuck two pounds. Yeah, it's about four dollars. Yeah, I know, I know I'm a bad person, but like, I'd rather, you know, just give me an email, give me a text being like, donate more. And I'd be like, okay, fine. I hate talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone. Too. I'm very scared of it. Yeah. I used to be a telemarketer. It was yeah. one of my first jobs when I was 15. I telemarketed. 15? Yeah. Yeah. What did you telemarket? I was actually just below the legal age of working. I telemarketed because um, I, I lied about my age. I was like turning 15, but mm. I needed the job. Um, <laughs> had bills to pay. Uh <clears throat> No, so, so odd. Yeah, so I telemarketed for um car like cleaner. All oh, right. So I would like call up and be like, "You got a dirty car?" <laughs> <laughs> like interrupt people's dinners. Oh my god, it, it was just, a miserable. It would job. just sound like a terrible prank call. Be like, "Hey, you got a dirty car?" Yeah, and I lasted forty eight hours, two shifts. That's awful. Yeah, I left because there was like the guy who was like running it, kind of <laughs> would like walk around and like just like touch everyone's shoulders in a way that made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I like just didn't want to be there anymore. And then I got a job at the um during the graveyard shift, the four p.m. till two a.m. shift at a, a sandwich shop. Yeah, at a sandwich shop. I remember everything about you. Yeah. That's nice. Um, I'm a bit, bit weird. I just know I just got a bit good memory. Yeah. Um, I just I, think you're not listening. Yeah, you think I'm not listening, but I'm actually tuck, tucking that information away like a yeah. little squirrel. Um, but yeah, okay, that's cool. And I'm, I'm proud of you. And, and that was a really brave move of you to do that uh, as a 15-year-old. So I applaud you Thank and you. your 15-year-old self. Um, so uh, I reckon it's time to wrap up. I think... Um, We've made a good, strong case for uh, Team Rick Moranis and Danny DeVito. Uh, I'd love it if any of you guys have any opinions on this stuff. Please uh, tweet at us. Uh, my Twitter is uh, at Rose underscore Matafeo, spelled correctly. And uh, Alice, what is yours? At Alice Nedden. Yeah, thanks for the follower. You have jo- you yeah you've 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 joined and and left Twitter about three times, haven't you? I have. Still yeah. got that name though, eh? <laughs> yeah. That is the unique selling point of your name. No one ever going to take it. I reckon. If, if you guys do have suggestions for stage names as well, please tweet them at yeah. Alice Nedden. Um But yeah, let us know what your thoughts on Rick Moranis and Danny DeVito are. We'll put up a poll. Um, probably just now, actually, so yeah. you won't know. But uh, we're going to talk about that next time. Yeah. So we're going to have those. If resources. you're listening live, tune back in later. There is we'll... not. This is not live. Once again, this is not live. I've been Rose Matafeo. Um, I'm Alice Nedden. <laughs> and this is uh, it was her, a bonus of, of the heart. Uh-huh. Thanks for listening. Whoopee. Thanks, Carmicola, for sponsoring this episode. We love you. We love you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 